Pleased to be joined now by her Urbana head coach, Tyler Haynes. The Blue Knights are 2-0 and heading into their matchup this week on the road against Wheeling. Coach, just go ahead and uh, give us your assessment of the Blue Knights after two weeks. Well, uh, you know, I knew coming into it that we were definitely a senior-laden team. We've had a lot of guys that are coming back that have played a lot of football, and I expected us to be a, a, a contender in the league. The first two weeks, I think we've shown that we potentially have the opportunity to be a contender. Uh, there's been ups and downs, and uh, you know, week one we started pretty fast and, and played pretty well against the younger team. And then you know, last week I evaluated as we started slow against a really good Charleston team, and uh, we found a way to, to make some plays. And some of that leadership stepped up and made plays at the end of the game to win. And I like seeing that. I like seeing that heart and that fight. But uh, we can't do that in this league where we start slow and expect to come back all the time. But um, from an overall head coaching perspective, I think we've got some talent out there. We've got some older guys and some high expectations. Uh, we've just got to continue to focus on us and get better every week. I realize you were very hesitant and very careful in the way you worded about putting yourself in the potential and possibility of contending. Is that, I mean, is that something, a message that you have to kind of relay to the guys that this is good and, you know, it's better than being 1-1 one and one or 0-2, oh but you, you're not as good, you know, you're, you've got to really focus on, on this next week to continue to get the things that, and get to the places that you want to get to? Yeah, I, th- I think when you have a program that knows it has talent where maybe in the past it hasn't had much talent or it's been at the, near the bottom of the league for, for a while, and then all of a sudden you have this talent you have some guys with high expectations that guys got to get used to knowing how to win. And, and how you win is preparation and taking a week-by-week approach, not getting too far ahead, not hanging too much on mistakes or, or losses or anything like that. So I think I'm just constantly evaluating us as, as a program as to what our expectations are and, and how we're going to win, which is – uh, like I said, hard work, preparation, toughness, doing all the things that winning teams, winning programs do all the time, you know, regardless of, of who the opponents are. So it's it's definitely something that, that I talk to the team about consistently of just, you know, we win every day is, is our approach, so we're going to do that. Well, it was another, it was a pretty typical Mountain East Conference game. I mean, so many of these games come down to one score um, last week. Um, and it was, you know, you kind of talked about starting slow, and it was kind of a tale of, I don't know, about two halves. But definitely shutting Charleston out in the second half was was obviously huge. Can you tell me a little bit about how that game unfolded and maybe some things, you know, we'd love to give credit to one or two adjustments. But, you know, maybe maybe that was something. But how did that game kind of unfold and you guys get to the place that that you could, could kind of consistently stop them? Sure. It, it started off with, with our offense, actually. We had two good, you know, two good plays offensively right away, and we turned the ball over. And one thing that we've discovered over the last four or five years, and it's no major discovery, but I think our team has, has found this out, is um, you turn the ball over and uh, you know, you're going to lose the game. Usually the team that takes care of the football wins the game. So you do that, and our, our defense, who has been pretty stout and we expect them to be stout, gives up immediate touchdowns off those turnovers. So it wasn't so much of an adjustment as to, look, don't turn the ball over and be ready for a a sudden change on defense. I I think the defensive coaching staff in the second half did do a good job of, you know, we're we're complex on defense. We do a lot of things. We've got a lot of athletes on defense. I like those guys moving around, blitzing, multiple coverages. I think we were kind of just vanilla on defense in the first half. And when you have weapons like Charleston's quarterback and their receiver and their running back and their slot, if you just sit there and they know what you're doing, uh, you're in for a long game. So good adjustment by our defense. And then on offense, you know, we, we're, we're proud to run the football. We want to be able to line up against anybody and run the football. And, again, teams that have won in this league 
before and teams that win in football in general are usually able to run the football. So I think what started to happen in the second half from an offensive standpoint for us is we started to wear them down a little bit. Uh, W.R. Sanders had a big game. He's a 230-pound back. We got some big offensive linemen, and, and those twos and threes became fours and fives and sixes uh, throughout the game. So uh, that's kind of how it unfolded. Well, you know, talk to anybody. You want to run the ball and you want to stop the run, and that's really something that you guys have been able to do through the first two games. I mean, is that? I mean, it seems to be an obviously obvious kind of approach to you. Are I'm assuming you're pleased with the way that the defense has been able to make teams one-dimensional. Absolutely. We if we can stop the run, you know, I think we have some elite pass rushers on this team. But you've got to stop the run first, and offensively, you've got to get ahead of them. But uh, then all of a sudden, when a team's down by two or three scores and they got to drop back, we've got some guys that like to rush the quarterback. So, um, again, football, I think sometimes coaches and people make football a lot more um, and, you know, detailed than it needs to be. The teams that take care of the football, run the football, and stop the run tend to win. And, um, again, going back to the previous years in the past, I've been on the other end of that where we're not able to run the ball. We're playing from behind, and you, you don't want to be there. So uh, it's definitely an emphasis and definitely something I'm proud of so far. We'll have to continue to improve in those areas as we go through this year. One of the defensive players you're probably alluding to is the defensive player of the week in the Mountain East Conference, DeRay Hall. Tell me about you know his performance, not just on the field, but also as a leader for you as well. Uh, we have several of these seniors on our team that have been here from the very start when I got here, and DeRay Hall is one of them. Um, his entire career has been him running around, making plays, and you know, he's a two-time first-team all-conference linebacker. Expect him to do that again this year and even higher accolades than that if he continues to do what he does. Um, and the best thing, as you alluded to, is it's not just uh, show up to the game and do it. He, he's prepared. His body is right. He's in the best shape of his life. He's put on some good weight. And uh, he just continues to be a leader for us. He's a team captain. Uh, he's, he's a good one, and we'll, we'll need him down the road. Last year you got bit by the injury bug a little bit at quarterback. Uh, Eddie's played uh, both games for you. How have you evaluated his play so far? He, he's, he's done well. Um, you know, he did throw an interception last week that was not a good interception, not that any of them are, but it was, you know, strictly on him. Um, and, and I want him to play aggressive. I don't want him to be nervous back there or, you know, not, you know, try not to make plays. He's made some really good plays for us these first two weeks. So um, in order to order your question, uh, you know, he didn't play a lot these last two years. He's only played in two or three games of each each year. So, I think he came out a little bit shaky against Wesley in the first couple drives, but um, definitely a step in the right direction against Charleston. I expect another step this week. All right, go ahead. Looking ahead um, to this week's matchup, um, you've got a little bit of film on Wheeling, obviously, their, their first year. Uh, kind of break down this matchup coming up. Yeah, you know, I know Coach Bruni real well, and uh, when I look at them, I see a, a well coached offense, I see a very good scheme. He gets his guys and spots to make plays. I like their quarterback, I like their tailback. Um, some of the receivers make some good plays. Um, I expect our defensive line to, to get after them up front a little bit, but, and we're going to have to. Again, that's, that's nothing different week to week, but uh, a lot of respect for Coach Bruni and what he's doing there at Wheeling. Um, defensively, you know, they do a lot. They're a little bit undersized. They do a lot of movement up front, and uh, we, we've got to line up and beat them. We can't get too creative. Uh, we just got to do what we do, and, uh, you know, we've got to get better on special teams. That's one area where I haven't, you know, we haven't talked about, but, you know, our punt team has got to get better. We haven't kicked any field goals this year. You know, we've got to test Eric and make sure he can uh, kick a field goal when we need to. So I expect, it to be, I expect it to be a good football game, and I expect us to come out fast. Uh, learn from last week, beating a good football team, but learning that we've got to come out fast against whoever it is. So I, I, I look for this trip, you know, 7 p.m. kick. That, that 7 p.m. kick is we're flying around 100 miles an hour and uh, take care of business. 
All right, Coach, we appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Good luck on Thursday. Thank you, Adam.